Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This to me is uh, a little bit uh, bizarre because I think it's a sign that our country's gone a little bit soft. I'm just going to be really honest with you. Uh, what the H? What the? What was he thinking? Release the hose. The Dave Hooker Show. Keep cool. A presentation of offthehooksports.com. Now, back in my day, Uncle Dave story time, back in my day, the goal was to score as many points as you could score. And the other team's goal was to stop you from scoring as many points as you could score. Nowadays, it seems as if there should be some sort of cap on that. And Josh Heupel perhaps uh, paying a price among his coaching brethren that think he runneth up the score a bit too easy. It's pertinent because I think there's no question Josh Heupel did run up the score against Missouri last year, uh, and that was in response to Eli Drinkwitz going on the Jim Rome show and saying, oh, Tennessee's going to have to vacate wins there and all this trouble with the NCAA. If you don't realize, remember how just incredibly stupid that was, go back and listen to it. Maybe we'll pull it up at some point. But it appears as if Josh Heupel maybe is becoming an enemy of other college football coaches not named Eli with the comb over. So uh, a Jim Mora handshake. Uh, makes some news. What do you make of the Jim Mora handshake uh, now? UConn's head coach. Did he just could totally dismiss Josh Heupel? Did he give him the middle finger? What did he do here? It was just an icy handshake where Mora shook his hand but didn't look at him and then walked away. And it was like a quick handshake and walk away, basically. Um, it was a... The way Bill Belichick is to the media after he loses games, you know, when he's icy and he just he tries to give the smallest, shortest answer possible. And like that was Jim Moore with Josh Heupel here. And I think that, you know, Josh, I think there was a Moore was upset because apparently my guess is Tennessee players were talking a lot and rubbing it in on UConn. I don't know if you guys saw Omar Norman Lott carrying the Tennessee flag right through all the UConn players after the game. But that was because there was some beef before the game. UConn was warming up on Tennessee's side of the field. They were trying to, like, employ some of their own gamesmanship. So Tennessee players kind of stuck it to them. And I think they were they were kind of upset about it. And so I think that was a bit of a shot. 
Okay, so how's their beef with UConn? If this is Georgia, if this is Florida or Alabama, this is a big-time story. But you're supposed to go out and beat UConn. I understand the pregame little uh, malfeasance was out there, and then you had this after the game. But why do you have beef with UConn? Portions of the program brought to you by Apex Apparel Group, Design Brand Market, your way, unique products to promote your business with unparalleled customer service, apexapparelgroup.com, apexapparelgroup.com. How do you do that? I mean, how is UConn the center of some sort of, I don't know, odd manliness contest, for lack of a it's better It's not term. a manliness contest. It's a, you you know, I think they would have willingly just beat him, but I think UConn was talking. And so I think Tennessee wanted to, like, add a little juice laid on them. That happens a lot when you play lesser schools. It's, it's, it's your, if you're going to talk, you, 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 you got to take the heat when you talk. Um, there were, we have we have some insight by a message board. Do we want to get to that? Sure, let's go. This is pretty good stuff. So here's some insight from our message board. You can't get anywhere else. Travis says Jim Morris said, and I quote, "You should have ran Samson against Florida." And Hopple giggled. That's not what was said. Proto um, twenty two says, "I saw Morris said something along the lines of at least you won't make the playoffs." Travis says, "I saw Nico's a bust." I don't think any of those things happen. Let's face it. Josh Heupel is going to make enemies, and I'm totally okay that with that. That's that's the what the H is. Why is anybody surprised that he's making enemies? He, he wants to score a lot of points. His offense is predicated on that. His entire program is predicated on that. You typically don't want to give up a lot of points. You're going to make enemies. Who cares? Yeah, you are. And the funny thing, though, is that Josh Heupel doesn't talk in press conferences like he's making enemies. That's what makes him so much different from like so many other coaches is when you hear him talk, he's not Steve Spurrier. He's not like out here throwing shots at people. You know what I mean? He's not Urban Meyer giving the middle finger saying, I don't care if you guys hate me. I'm going to start players, even if they may be killers. Um, And like he's not either one of those. He is. He says absolutely nothing at press conferences, but is very nice to the media. He's not Nick Saban, who's just openly mean to the media, but let you agree with me on this, right, Dave? Even though Saban's mean to the media, he doesn't not give you quotes. He gives you quotes, doesn't he, for your story? So, yeah. 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 Heifel is not going to give you any good quotes, but he'll be nice to you in the media and he won't take any shots. Yeah. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. He, take, he takes pride in saying nothing. He went to, uh, when he was working in Missouri, he had an offensive coordinator press conference, and he went up to the guy afterwards and he said, try to get something out of that. Um, so he specifically doesn't give quotable quotes or insight to his program. And the other the other red flag that you get, and he doesn't do this as bad, but at press conferences, if you want to know a coach that doesn't feel good about the ground they're standing on, they'll say a lot of, hey, Caleb, that's a good question. So they refer to you by your name to endear themselves, and then they compliment you on the question. Because then they're trying to win the media. Hey, Caleb, good question. Our defensive line does need to do this. So we're not hearing that from uh, Josh Heupel, but I, don't you think his style of play is going to make him unlikable for throughout his career, except for the except for the fans that he's playing for and coaching for? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's one. If you're a college football purist, you already hate it because he's just taking advantage of the new rules of college football that everybody hates, or that I'm sorry, that old school people hate. You know, they want the toughness and the defense and to have seven guys on the line of scrimmage, and you just don't get that with Josh Heupel. Um, so there's already that, but I think you're right. He, I mean, but at the same time, I think it's the thing that drives me crazy is we watched him last week against UConn. He didn't run up the score at all he put nico in for a drive scored a touchdown and then just ran the ball and ran the clock out the rest of the way which i don't believe i think you put your backups in and you run your full offense and still run tempo and still go no huddle i mean but it wasn't like he pulled a jimmy johnson calling a fake punt when he was up by 40. <laughs> yeah well travis says as long as we love him who cares that's true but don't don't feel bad about defending him with your friends either don't feel bad about defending him on message boards and, and those sorts of things because when you're trying to build a program, you want to blow people out. You want somebody to say, oh, my gosh, look at that. Tennessee just scored 60 again. That was last year. And this year, Tennessee's offense may not be that, but you want to get attention. You want to handle the UConn. And more importantly, Steve Spurrier taught us all this. No, he ran the same offense when his second teamers were in the game, but he ran it, ran it exactly like he would run it with the starters. That made the second string better from year to year, Caleb, and that makes a big difference. I, I, Josh Heupel is just going to make a lot of people mad. If 75% of the coaches don't like Josh Heupel out there, then I think that's a good sign for Josh Heupel's career. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Have you ever – who was the last successful coach that every, every one of their peers liked him? Funny you should say this. A guy came up to me the other day and said, I was telling him some things I'd heard about coaches – and how the two coaches I heard that you most didn't want to coach for from a scout, and this was across the board, was Johnny Majors and Lou Holtz. And he said, what did you think about Gene Stallings? And I was like, it's really hard to find something not to like about Gene Stallings. The guy that, now he cheated a little bit, but he walked away from coaching to be there for his, I believe it's son, that is, um, uh, has some, has some, uh, mental uh, ailments, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, I believe that's Down syndrome. And to walk away from that and then support that person and support that cause, walk away from being a championship team, it's pretty hard not to like that guy, Caleb. Oh, I agree. I agree. And by the but way, who else? But that's been, you know, that's been 
30 and years. Also, I'm just going to be honest. I don't think Gene Stallings was that great of a coach. I think that's just evidence of how good of how easy it is to win at Alabama. I bring that up all the time. Alabama is the type of program that unlike Tennessee, I'm sorry, it's on a tier a little bit higher where you can coach at Alabama and be terrible and still have a top 10 team one year. Agreed. I'm not, I wouldn't argue that, but just coaches but that right. are winning championships, who would you say, man, that guy would be cool to hang out and have a beer with? Nobody in the, I mean, except for again, except for Steve Spurrier, but everybody hated Spurrier, but I, I I'd love to hang out with Spurrier because he would just be honest, but could, Nick Saban would be the worst coach to ever hang out with. And so would Urban Meyer. They're the driest personalities possible. And I think that I, I'm with you coaches that everybody likes. Again, I, I tell you this guys, this story, I'll never forget being down in Baton Rouge in 2010 and LSU fans saying, you know, I think Tennessee fans should stick with Dooley. He's a real good guy. I'm like, they would never say that if they yeah. felt Dooley was a threat. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.